0: You are listening to the National University Podcast.
1: Hello, I'm Kimberly King. Welcome to the National University Podcast, where we offer a holistic approach to student support, well being, and success, the whole human education. We put passion into practice by offering accessible, achievable higher education to lifelong learners. On today's episode, we're talking about math anxiety and what to do about it. I'm sure we all have this, right? Or those of us uh, that maybe didn't do so great in math. And joining us is National University's Dr. Igor Sabotin, and he earned his PhD in mathematics at the Mathematics Institute of the National Academy of Sciences of Ukraine. Before joining National University, he taught mathematics at the most prestigious university in Ukraine, Kiev Polytechnic Institute. At National University, Dr. Sobotin regularly teaches different mathematics classes and supervises mathematics courses. Dr. Sobotin's main area of research is algebra. His list of publications includes more than 170 research articles in algebra published in major mathematics journals around the globe. And he's also had the privilege to collaborate with several world-class mathematicians from different countries. He has authored more than 50 articles in mathematics education dedicated mostly to the theoretical base of some topics of high school and college mathematics. And he's also published several books. Wow. Wow. Where were you when I was in high school and college? (laughs) I wish I had you right next to me. We welcome him to the podcast, Dr. Sabaton. How are you?
2: I'm fine. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here and talking to you on the most important for my life subject.
1: Of course, after
2: family. After family. Family is first. Mathematics second.
1: I love it. So obviously, this is your passion. I wanted to see if you could fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your life's work before we get started
2: uh i am a professional mathematician and professional mathematician and professional mathematic instructor i spent uh, it's scary to say how many years teaching and research in mathematics i just would like to tell you that i started in 1967 my research and my professional teaching in 1972 so it was a long time ago all my life i am doing only the mathematics I am just uh, in mathematics, my source of living also. So I'm very happy that I'm doing this because this subject and this science uh, providing me the opportunity to have, in my opinion, a luxury life. It's mean do research and teaching this subject.
1: Well, I love that. And, and I can just feel your passion for this. And, um, you know, I think you're, you're probably an amazing teacher. I can already see that as well. Today we are talking about how to overcome math anxiety. So doctor, what is mathematics?
2: It's uh, not an easy to answer. There are many different answers we can find out on this way. The quote uh, the quote attributed to Galileo Galilei is Mathem- mathematics is a language through which God has written the universe. Okay, and uh, mathematics serves as a language that helps humans understand and describe the nature world and the universe underlying patterns. Mathematics develop and refine mathematical theory, create new mathematical concepts, and apply this idea to solve practical problems or theoretical puzzles. Mathematics is not only a tool for understanding the world, but also a discipline that intrinsic beauty and intellectual appeal. It's, uh, to study mathematics required, uh, requires a real great fantasy, passion, and um, many skills that we will talk a little bit later that mathematics study uh, provide I mean uh, uh, mathematics t- study uh, needs to be uh, to, needs to be uh, done. Mathematics is about understanding underlying principles, developing logical reasoning skills, providing c- proving theorems, solving problems, exploring abstract concepts. Mathematics is only one science where proof idea of proof is real. I will give you a very brief example. In physics, the physicist just provide does experiment, he just or she just uh, repeat this experiment five hundred times, and four hundred ninety-five times it was the answer yes, and only five times no. And the physicist said, oh, we have a new law. It's proven. In mathematics, you can do, you can do experiment million times, if one time, one time it says no for you, it's wrong. So there is only one science who just uh, crystallized and studied real truth is mathematics. However, I will give you examples what is mathematics to me. I just choose three examples that I really like. One of these examples is very simple. This is a mathematics without numbers, without anything. We have two persons. We have have a pie. Pie, let's say, circle pie, whatever. And you need to create a rule that when this pie will be divided by two pieces, both of the persons will be happy and cannot complain that they got smaller piece. Listen, this is a very, very different. I didn't ask how to divide the pie by two pieces having equal things. I didn't ask this. I asked the happiness for both, uh, both persons. It's a very simple algorithm. One person cut, the second person choose. Mm. Make a choice, nobody will complain if you cut yes. wrong. It's your problem. If you choose wrong, it's your problem. So everybody uh-huh. has, this is mathematics. This is mathematics. Uh-huh. Yeah, another another mathematics that uh, mm-hmm. I would like to bring to your consideration, it's a mathematical paradoxes. We have many mathematical paradoxes, which is a very serious issue. Paradox is not a sophism. Sophism It's something covered light false. Paradox is covered true. truth. Look, very famous is the barber paradox. This paradox involves a barber who is said to shave all those and only those who do not shave themselves. The question is whether the barber shaves himself. If he does, then he must not, because he could shave himself, he doesn't have to do it. And if he doesn't, then he must check himself. It's a paradox. There is no way of solving this easy way. Another famous paradox, the liar paradox. It's very simple, but amazing. The liar paradox involves self-referential statement. For example, I say this statement is false. And now tell me, is this true or this is false? If I said this is true, what is said? This statement is false. So it's false. If I said this is false, this is true. It's a paradox. And this is not a sophism. Not a sophism. It's a paradox. Another very famous uh, thing in mathematics that also I believe supposed to be everybody was uh, really impressed of. And especially it was when uh, Pythagorean people who believed that in harmony of numbers, where face the discovery that the diagonal of a unit square cannot be expressed as a ratio of two integers. So if you have a unit square, square with the side 1, the diagonal square root of 2, square root of 2, cannot be expressed as a fraction, as a rational number. So there is no other ruler with the unit that you can measure the, precisely the side. And the diagonal of the square, there is no, but there is exist diagonal. You can just look at any square, you will see this. There is exist diagonal. What is that? It was a huge catastrophe in this time for the school of Pythagoras. And uh, it was a tragedy, not first in the mathematic history, by the way. It would be wrong to think that mathematics is absolutely perfectly okay. Some people even think the the mathematics is already built up and we don't need to do anything in order to explore something new. It's wrong. Mathematic exploration. Became more and more and more intense, more and more people in, uh, involved. And uh, even it does, it's enough to look, for example, in China, whereas for the last 30 years, it became one of the, uh, let's say, uh, one of the champions in studying mathematics. And let me tell you that most of the people just studied mathematics in the United States and America. And after they went back to China, China became very uh, uh, very advanced in this study. And look what the results, invasion in many different areas. Napoleon, Napoleon said some way that the development and the flourishing of the country is tightly connected to the Mathematic development in this country. And you. I don't want even to talk about that um, this is just because uh, mathematics has a lot of different applications in all subjects, in all science, even in language, in music, in physics, yeah. in uh, chemistry. I, there is no any subject without mathematics not because of type because of calculation and so on just because of idea the most important thing in my opinion mathematics mathematics forms the personality of the people who studied mathematics that's good I, OK, sorry. It's no, a-
1: no, that's that's fascinating. And um, oh, my gosh. OK, so where do we go next? <laughs> you, um, I, I guess, you know, we're really overall talking about overcoming math anxiety as a whole. And I know a lot of people do have math anxiety. And maybe it is the way it's taught here in the United States versus where you were just talking about everywhere else in the world. But what is I guess my next question is, what is the role of mathematics study in brain development is that kind of what you were saying how it really affects who we are yeah
2: it's a very important issue this is i believe okay many of my students told me you know even some of my alumni Mm -hmm. they said i really appreciate your uh, your teaching us mathematics but i never applied this knowledge Mm -hmm. i never do this for what uh, I never did it for what you we spent so long time, and my answer is the mathematics develop, is shape you as a personality and shape your brain in the right way in the right way. what the main uh, main benefits we can find for the persons to study mathematics for the brain development first of all mathematics this is the best subject for. Uh, developing great critical thinking. Mm. Critical, which means consider the problem for all possible sides. Do Mm. not reject any sides on any ideas without without deep uh, deep, uh, study of this idea and trying to apply them. Mathematics Brought you to abstract reasoning. Abstract reasoning. You play with the sub. We play with the subjects that you cannot feel, and you even sometimes you cannot uh, visually represent. For example, I said that my area of expertise is algebra, modern algebra. This is totally different science than the. Uh, than the algebra that you study in school, because this is not about equation. This is about structural. We are studying operation, and this is totally abstract discipline. We cannot have even an imagination or intuitive, intuitive approach to any subject like that. By the way, one interesting thing: the subject was created in eighteen thirties, eighteen thirties, by sixteen years old guy. 16 years, young man, Evarist Galois. Really? He created it. He created the whole science, whole science to solve the problem about equations in real, in uh, regular algebra. But the science that he created find the uh, application to many different disciplines. And now this is one of the most important tool to study, for example, quantum physics, to study cosmogony, to study many different ways. Next, problem-solving skills. Problem-solving skills. They teach persons that, personally, students, that if you cannot approach to the problems once, you need to repeat it twice, three times, go a different way. It's that problem-solving skill, you need it in your life more than anything else. We thought, because in life, you know, it's very difficult to solve life, real life problems, and we need to be very creative for this. Analytical skills. Analytical skills. Attention to details. It's very important. Attention to details. Sometimes small details change completely the picture. And mathematics teach this. Oh, very important quality of the personality is persistence and patience. If you cannot do it now, try again. If you cannot do it today, try tomorrow. Try tomorrow. However, one of the best mathematicians ever. Academician Kolmogorov said that if he couldn't solve the problem for 10 days, he left the problem without solution. That happened to every mathematician. non solved problems, much, uh, let's say, the variety of non solved problems, much much uh, wider than variety of solved problems. Okay, structural thinking. Structural thinking, structured thinking. Mathematics involve following logical sequences and structure, process. Creativity. Creativity. To solve any problem in mathematics, you just need not only the, the, let's say, uh, some kind of prescription. Do this, this, this. You need to try and create create new idea, new approach. Sometime in algebra, for example, algebra two, you have many different approaches to the problem. You need to recognize problem. You need to create. You need to apply. Pattern recognition is part of mathematics, and communication skills. Try okay. to explain a mathematical idea to your friend. After that, you will be a proficient in this idea. And your friend, if, he will, if she will understand you, would be beneficial of it. Of it. And this is the best way of studying, to explain to somebody. Confidence building, when you solve the problem, this is the biggest fun that you ever experience. Everybody knows this. I'm not talking about only mathematics. When you feel yourself, you're a winner, it's built your stamina, your personality. And in mathematics, you have many problems to solve and be a winner. <laughs> and cognitive flexibility. I believe cognitive flexibility, dealing with different branches of mathematics and their diverse methodologies can enhance cognitive flexibility. This is the stuff that mathematics Really built up for every person. That's why maybe it's not so much important to know application of your study algebra or geometry in school of university calculus and so on. But it's for you as a person, as give you new horizon. You know, one of the subjects that I really struggled with was English back in Soviet Union. Was English? I okay, guys. It's very natural. Being in Soviet Union, you never can go abroad, no. It's like big concentration camps that you cannot go over. okay? So for what English to me? I don't need it. And it was like something for some people that, uh, for example, uh, my daughter brought from the school the following abbreviation of mathematics, math, which is uh, school kids translate like mental abuse to human. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, that's probably Listen, what I would have said, though, too, back in the day.
2: <laughs> I brought it now because for me, English was the same. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, for what? I don't feel the language. I don't feel right. it. Right. I don't know. don't need it. For what? I will study. Now, if you come, come to the Soviet Union, former republics like Russia, Ukraine, any mm-hmm. everybody speaks English. Everybody. Know- youngsters.
1: I was going to say your English is so much better than my Ukrainian or Russian, right? <laughs> but I mean, look at yeah. and your your brain is so well rounded because, as you're saying, you didn't like to take the English language, you didn't, but you pushed yourself and you had good people there to, you know, just like you do probably with your students with math. Actually, I love what you said in the very, very, very beginning, and that is that mathematics is a language. And I guess if we look at it that way, it's sort Absolutely. of a universal language, isn't it?
2: It's um, a language that nature speaks to us. Yes. Nature speaks to us. And only one. I will tell you why. <laughs> I will tell you why. Okay, if you would like to study some event in physics, in chemistry, whatever, you see so many details that you cannot explain. Why it's happened, but you have thousands and thousands details in this event. Electricity, for example, magnetism, something like that. I'm not talking about quantum theory and some quarks and so on. I'm talking about something that everybody deals with, but we don't understand the nature because too many different details. So what we are doing using mathematics, we cut all non-significant things. We just study the steam, Mm -hmm. steam main ideas, main uh, main patterns. After that, we start to place leaves one by one to make a picture as much as possible clearly. And Newton, who was a great mathematician, you know, Isaac Newton, yeah. one of the biggest stars in mathematic history. and But he also was a physicist, astronomer, but very interesting thing. Two sort of his research of his life he dedicated to study of the manuscript connected to the Bible and connected to the uh, to the study of, uh, let's say, I don't know how to say theology. Theology, two thirds Only one-third was dedicated to so because he feels something interesting in this source. I am not uh, talking about. Uh, People believe right now. I'm just talking about some interesting things that you will not be able to read in newspapers. That's why I would like to bring it. And we are coming to the idea of mathematic anxiety. I didn't do my, I didn't bring my example with English just because of fun to say how it's happened. Why English became one of the subjects that I love. Why English? I was why English opened for me a new word, English? Why? I am pretty good in Russian. I have no accent, by the way. And I write, I really a good writer in Russian. I feel the language, I feel, I feel it. My feeling of language transformed to English also. And English, I was, when I studied English after coming to United States of America, it was high level of study. It was even in my PhD school exam I passed with English. But up to now, I have a dream that I forgot to to pass the exam in English. What are you doing in the, uh, in the audience if you just didn't get your diploma? You didn't get uh, English yet. It was uh, some kind of terrible dream that I have all the time. And it was real shock. But I hated this. I hated the idea that I need to spend my time for this never be used language. When I start to look at this with the interest, when I start to look to the different writers, when I start to study different theory related to English, I start to understand how this is beautiful. And I start to smile to the language, The language smiles to me back. You know? Yeah. And uh, the same I say to my student, you would like to overcome mathematical anxiety? The easiest way smile to the subject. Smile. Don't take it. Don't take it as an enemy. It's your friend. It may be one of the most important friends in your life. You will never use calculator. Fine. You're going to be a writer. Fine. You're going to be an artist, ballet dancer. Fine. But you need to form your personality. You so need he- to understand.
1: You know what I was going to say is I see that you kind of really just are answering my next question about your te- the teacher's role in overcoming math anxiety. But I see what you're saying is that you had anxiety about the Eng- English language. So you knew what that felt like. And then we're able to kind of transfer that or help your students who also had a different kind of anxiety toward mathematics. But as you say, smile at that subject. I love that.
2: And number one, you understand that you are not perfect in this subject, like let's talk mathematics or English for me or some other subject. You need to understand that this long way, long way to build up understanding of this subject. But I promise to everybody, as the as time when you just overcome the anxiety and start to, to look at this and this real thing, that you can overcome with. At the same time, you will experience the feelings that you are a winner, which is very important, it, especially it, in my opinion, in right. the United States community. United right. States people. It is true. To be we, a winner, it's an American idol winner.
1: Yeah. For
2: this, you need to shelve yourself. <laughs> Their pat on the back, right? Look, when, you come to, when every second day you, I believe, are, uh, you, you come to gym. You see full gym, yeah. huge one, covered by people, American people, who just exercise. And Arnold Schwarzenegger said that every single visit to gym is a struggle with yourself. Hmm. It's not me, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger said so. But but the results, it's your health. It's important. So the same, if you study mathematics, in the same way. Like you need to do this and no worry. You're the same smart like other people. You are not stupid. It's, it's wrong to say, you know, I do, this is a cultural issue. If you come to any room to say, I hate mathematics, Mathematics. everybody say, oh, I'm also hating I'm so far from mathematics. Not good not good. My previous experience based in the Soviet Union, and I used to teach there mathematics in the college level and school level. Which I became a school teacher first, so I'm familiar with the schools. One day I became associate professor of the Kyiv Polytechnical, which is now it's an interesting fact for everybody. Fact Do you know what was the name uh, Kiev Polytechnical Kyiv Polytechnical is uh, number one for many years university at Ukraine. Number one, no questions. And uh, by all these reports and uh, statistics study and so on. And uh, now it's uh, changed lately something like two years ago. It's named to Igor Sikorsky Kiev Polytechnical Institute. Igor Sikorsky. Oh, yeah, Do you know why? Igor Sikorsky in 1909 graduated from the school. Oh, okay, okay. So this is connections between America And Europe, and say Ukraine, Igor Sikorsky. It's a really brilliant guy. He graduated from our school. I just would like to say that uh, when I I have very diverse experience in teaching mathematics, and I believe that everybody can study mathematics. Not everybody are mathematician. Not everybody is mathematician. Mathematician. Some people have absolutely amazing. Uh, amazing uh, uh, skills and absolutely amazing perception to to get mathematics. Some people do not like it, but never in my career back in Soviet Union, I, again, I was eight years in, uh, in the regular secondary school a teacher and 12 years as the most prestigious research university there. Nobody said I hate it. That's amazing. It's not, it's not good. It's the same like United States to say I hate Jim. Yeah, people yeah. will not understand you. Right, it's your health. Yeah,
1: it's true. And you, can, love
2: say, we... I, I, you can say, "I am not a, a lover of mathematics. I love more. I love music, or I love uh, drawing, or I love English, or I'm Russian to study. Whatever, whatever." But nobody say hate. Right, right. It's very bad to say hate. It's hurtful. There is nothing to hate.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's true. Well, so what are some of your main strategies for overcoming this math anxiety? So you, you, um, I think really meeting people where they're at, but then also teaching them to respect it, just kind of what it sounds like what, what you do.
2: It's number one to teach people to respect and to uh, to stop worrying about that. Mm-hmm. And I promise to my student, always promise to my student, that if they will uh, go half of the way in study I will go the second half to meet them and I will adjust my teaching and my experience and my teaching strategy especially for you because some people likes uh, when it uh, you know visual teaching some people likes lecture, some people just like reading it's happened So in national university, we try to provide in mathematics classes for our students all possible ways to study mathematics. Visualization. We try to provide reading lectures as any cliff notes, books, consultation, communication with the instructor any This is the main idea. Why? Because our brain works in very easy way. As many doors is open, are open as many doors are open for the uh, embrace the idea. As better knowledge, you will have better retention, better understanding. Also, the person who has this anxiety is supposed to recognize that she or he has this anxiety and need to be and supposed to be motivated to work on it. This is very important. Also, they don't. My students and person who would like to, in general, to overcome anxiety cannot say hate and cannot say something like uh, mental abuse to to person, to human. No way. This is a beautiful subject. Sometime David Gilbert, very famous mathematician, has a student that became a poet. He, uh, he left mathematics became a poet. The reaction was like that. He didn't have enough fantasy imagination to be a mathematician. It's a beautiful subject and not difficult to study, not difficult to, uh, to understand. I believe that something revolutionary is supposed to be done inside the student. Being there as a teacher, you need to support it. You need to talk to student like I'm talking to you and I'm doing with every my class. I talk to students like that. And if students experience some kind of anxiety or just uh, problems, mathematics, it's okay. It's normal. It's normal. Don't think that everybody who teach you uh, just genius who just take everything takes everything easy. No way. All of us in hard working situation. So why, why in the Korea, in the North by Korea also, in South Korea, both of them. China and uh, Japan, of course, and Finland—they have the best level of performance in mathematics in high school. Why? Because all of them understand, by their culture, by their culture, that to get something it's a very long, difficult, hard-working way. As soon as a person understood this, everything became different. And also, we need to celebrate every positive step. If the person, let's say, cannot add two fractions before, because some of teachers of some obstacles was not uh, supported this study, and now this person can add the fraction, we need to celebrate this. We need to say, you see, you are the winner. Let's do next step. Step by step, you will overcome calculus. Calculus, by the way, Calculus has only three main ideas. Three main ideas, beautiful ideas. Algebra, Algebra 2, Algebra 1 at school, regular algebra have t- tens, decay, different idea. Your approach to each problem is different way. In calculus, you have an idea, you approach to each problem in one of three ways. Even though calculus is higher, mathematics and so on, no way. No way. Calculus is a great thing. It's a, well, it's based on algebra and everything else. It's quite complicated in details, but the ideologically is simple. Algebra yeah. is not
1: so simple. You make me want to take one of your classes. I'm literally getting excited about math. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, good. I'm going to look into this. But uh, this is such great information and so inspiring. But we do need to take a quick break. More in just a moment. Don't go away. We will
0: be right back. And now, a national university tip on getting started. For me personally, I knew I wanted to pursue an education due to what I wanted to do in, in life. But if I had to look back at somebody in my same position, I would tell them, for one, get rid of every reason why you can't go to school. Just deciding and then committing to it. The first place to start is, what do you enjoy? What do you care about? And if there's a degree, that you, know, you can translate that into, then let's go after that. If you're unsure, talk to somebody who's currently in school. If you're serving with somebody who's going to school, talk to them about it and what their experience is like. The thing is, I truly believe, as far as the general education, it's a perfect time to develop an understanding of what you want to do. It helps you figure out what you want to do. There's always going to be room to adjust, to make changes. And so looking at anybody who was sitting in my position and they're thinking about going to school, I would tell them, go down to that college office. They can guide you and and help you figure out what it is or ways that you can make it happen.
1: To our interview with National University's math professor, Dr. Igor Sobotin, and we're discussing how students can overcome math anxiety, and it's been so fascinating. Really, passion is driving everything, and, I, and I'd and i love to hear how you're working with your students, and especially those that have anxiety. But how talk about a little bit of the fun and the practicing in hard mathematics studies and the connections and oppositional unities. What, what does that mean?
2: Okay, first of all, this is engagement and interest. Incorporating interactive games, puzzles, and real life applications. Creativity, math can involve creative problem solving, and you can ask students to, for example, to create their own problems in mathematics that will befall, and this is simulating, the same will be fun. Collaboration, if the student explained to his or her uh, classmate his ideas how excited this person is and how excited the friend when he just rec- or she recognizes this idea don't be isolated work in the class communicate with the teacher visualization when you start for example to study well-known uh, cartesian system of coordinate and you can visualize it some Curves or lines uh, connected like uh, like ID card. ID card to equation. It's a big fun also to build up some kind of challenging puzzles. Oppositional complexity. Mathematics can be inherently complex, requiring rigorous thinking and logical reasoning. The challenge lies in navigation through the in- concepts and proofs, practice and effort. You know, when you Practice in mathematics every single day. That's why we suggested to our students, work every single day. Don't do it on the weekends. Take small time. In mathematics, sometimes, you know, you don't need anything. You just have a problem. You work on the problem, and the problem is your mind. Sometimes you sleep, and, and your mind, unconsciousness, continue to work on it. It's a big fun when it came up with a solution. Persistence. Persistence. When you do it persistently, you know some people, uh, let me tell you true, I was when I was young, I was not a big fan to go to gym. This is not Russian culture, for example, and Ukrainian. And I came here at the state, I see everybody exercising. And one of my students came to my class at eight o'clock and she said, at five, I was in gym. I cannot survive without that. So why? Because day by day, day by day, And this has become some kind of pleasure, body pleasure, to feel body, that body has muscle, and you feel yourself healthy. Same with mathematics. If you just work persistently, you will experience the fun. But, uh, not but, but maybe the most important thing. The most important thing is, I got this question, how to make your lessons uh, and mathematics lesson fun? First of all, mathematics is a hard job. Study mathematics, and you're supposed to respect yourself that you do this hard job. Don't wait for the fun. Wait for the success. When you work hard and you experience the result, you had result. This is a huge fun. So when my student first time in his or her life solve independently challenging problem in mathematics, this is fun. That this person never forget for all life. It's make him more. Uh, let's say self confidence, and self confidence is a very difficult thing. If you say they hate mathematics, you you just attack your self confidence. Why your friend can and you don't? It's not right. It's not right, especially you know talking about American culture again to praise a winner, don't be a loser. So work on it. Work on it. I love American philosophy in this way. You know, you suppose in America. You know, back in Soviet Union, you are supposed to uh, to wait, then the community will help you. It was the main idea. Everything that is community is good. You are nothing. In United States, everybody, single person is a person, yeah. World around the person, which is good, which is good, but built up. The personality that really will be the center of the universe. Build up it and all possible. Go to gym and go to the math class.
1: The mind and body, and it has that great uh, synergy. You know, we do. We need oh, to keep that.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I see when- you in <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. What is the role of the student's attitude in this process? I think you can help so many students. As you say, you know, we we feel like winners. We feel confident. And we need that, especially in today's culture.
2: Also... You can be a lover of mathematics, and you will be solved the mathematic puzzles. and by the way, in the United States you can find thousand different books about uh, mathematics puzzles that will be mm. appropriate to study and appropriate to uh, support your fun in mathematics and understanding. Not only serious book, just uh, teaching you step by step. Number one, but, The most important thing here is you can love it or you don't have to love it. You are a different person. You don't like it. Okay, but not hate. Not hate. Every single school, you need to graduate with algebra. Every single university has mathematics classes for everybody. Maybe different statistics or calculus or pre-calculus or algebra too, even some places. But I mean, college algebra. But uh, you don't have to hate it. You need to place it in your treasure. You need to work with this class. Keeping, taking into account this is not only knowledge is shaping your brain it's shaping your brain. And so never say I hate it. Never say I need to do it. Why is this teacher pushing me to do it? I don't like it. I hate it. It's uh, human abuse and so on so on. <laughs> No way like that. Why supposed to be positive? Listen, guys, I am based on my own experience. My approach to English was the same. Was the same. I was I hate to do homework in English. I hate to talk in English. I did everything that escaped from this. But what did I do? But sometime when I became a researcher, I cannot read any advanced research without knowing English. Moreover, I even read Germany, <laughs> German. I read Italian. What can I do? But now, but but now, everything written in English. It's like uh, in Middle Ages Latin, right? It's a language of science. So Mm. I don't want even to talk about communication, traveling and so on, where English is almost every, not almost, but let's say some places is really advanced in some countries. No, but reading the literature, reading the news, understanding what happened around, it's English. So you became understandable that it needs to be done. But as soon as you study this a little bit, I as assume you started this a little bit. It's very interesting, but it became very bright mm-hmm. and very nice, beautiful. And the expressions that one word in English could could uh, compress a lot of ideas. By the way, also parallel with mathematics in poetry. In poetry mathematics and poetry has very, very common things. If you change one word in the definition in mathematics or you change one word in the Shakespeare poetry, the meaning will be changed.
1: Mm. So the same same concept in there. You just you change it, which is actually kind of what you did, too, is you changed. You shifted your mind uh, when you were learning English and you hated it at the time. And now you say, don't hate it, respect it. And it's a mind shift, right? It's it's really I love
2: it. I love it now. And yeah. I, uh, more, moreover, I love myself that uh, I can express English words, and I understand how this is, let's say, multi, uh, multi-liars. It's
1: actually psychology, too, which I think that you could, you know, really boost so many, especially American kids that are growing up in this education system. We need you to, to teach at a younger level.
2: <laughs> but, I do, but show me the person who say I hate psychology. Yeah there is no people yeah. understand how oh, this is important right trust me mathematics no less important than psychology maybe even more because psychology use mathematics
1: right I, I, you're right it really applies universally it really applies to everything and maybe that's part of your positive approach and how you um, can really get to students and how they develop that learning um, of mathematics and that it's I mean you're applying really log- logistic it's logical um, but but also compassionate, I think that's kind of what I'm seeing and hearing,
2: especially now when we live in the artificial intelligence yes. era and data science and so on and you know, I thought what the what the majors will be disappear sooner or later because before because of artificial intelligence we have a lot of conversation with that in our university with a any level, faculty, students, so on. And I, I completely believe that mathematics never been substituted by artificial intelligence because right. mathematics is creation, real creation. And uh, I believe that artificial intelligence can write a wonderful novel, but never the same like real great writer. right. right. Artificial intelligence can... Be a host in the, our conversation right now, sure, yeah. but never in the same way like you, Kimberly, do. Yeah, because your personality in this.
1: Right, situation. it's the human connection, and I don't. And you're right. Yes. I I agree with you, and I hope that it really. I don't know. We're trying to figure it's out
2: creativity. Creativity that yeah. artificial intelligence will have. but. Not at the same level that's supposed to produce a new concept in mathematics, for example. Or something genius like Beethoven done in music. I don't believe it. It's Mm. going to be close. It's going to be something close, but whatever it's already done, not new. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, what are the most robust approaches educators and psychologists can recommend?
2: I listed them already, by the way, sometime, but the worst approaches, it's first of all, recognize this is not punishment. This is the opportunity. Number one, is ecological. This is the opportunity to shape yourself, to, to, uh, to get new tools to solve life problems. Number one. number two, you're supposed to understand this is a long way and this is hard work. But not harder than you work in gym. No harder. Because you're taking care of your brain. And brain is the same part of body like your muscles. Mm -hmm. And brain works the same way. By the way, the same way. You need to train this and you need to exercise the brain. The same like you do in gym or working hard with your body. And the third, you're supposed to believe yourself. You're supposed to understand, you're supposed to trust that you can overcome this, and it's not even overcome. You can study mathematics like everybody else, everybody else. Of course, different level. I have friends who are the biggest star in mathematics horizon. I'm serious. I have these guys with me. They are great guys, great human beings, but they have much more power from their brains than other people. Than other people, it's happened like some musician has more power in music, some speakers or some politicians. Any human, any human of application has different uh, needs, different skills, needs different approach. But at appropriate, okay, you cannot come to to some job place and say I cannot write, I hate writing. The (laughs) same in mathematics. The same. It's simple. Part of human uh, activity. Beautiful to me, maybe not so beautiful to other people who are not studied this, but definitely supposed to be recognized. This is a big cultural thing, and another one which is extremely important. Mathematics has no boundaries, racial or geographical boundaries. For mathematics, for mathematics, whole intellectual work is one country. It's a quote from David Gilbert. David Gilbert is a huge star who was mathematician in Germany in the middle of the last century. This is very important to me. I work, I have collaborators from many countries. Brazil, China, Ukraine, Russia, England, Germany, uh, uh, Many friends I, I collaborate with as many people Spain many times and all these people have something in common they love mathematics that's it it's enough for us to be collaborated recognized and respected
1: and it's Respect. universal as you're saying I mean it's it goes make, yeah. all across yeah. Yeah, the globe yes
2: yes globe. all people can study this all people could be one community one cultural board. For mathematics and mathematics done, but people like that. You cannot say that European guys just developed mathematics. No. Well, what about Chinese? Yeah. What about India? India. This is a uh, first place. Babylonian people, 12,000 mm-hmm. years ago. Also, Greek. What What can we do without uh, Greek people which developed mathematics two and a half thousand years ago? German mathematics. England, Newton, German Leibniz. Russian people, The golden age of Russian Soviet Union, not Russian, Soviet Union mathematics, golden age, 60s, 70s, 80s, last century. In every university of the United States and math department, you will find somebody from Soviet Union. Because it was a huge school that, unfortunately, it's ruined right now. Ukrainian, oh, by the way, I participated in the July, I participated in Ukrainian uh, 14 International Algebra Conference. Algebra really? Conference. Oh, 14, okay. yes. Listen, in Kyiv, it was not, it was on Zoom, of course, because you know it's bombing there. Can't go there. Yeah, right. I never, for my life, I participated in many different mathematics meetings. I never been in the place, I mean, place I was at home, but Zoom, I never been in the conference so well represented. Four Fields' Prize winners, Fields' Prize is the same like Nobel Prize for Mathematics. Wow. Four Fields' Prize winners were there. The, uh, the brightest stars of the our algebra horizon was there and developed lecture. Everybody supported this political reason also, I understand. But I've been previously on this all conferences and presence not only in Zoom and so on, but I've been in different conferences in England, in Spain, in Germany. I never seen something so, uh, so, uh, let's say, a representative. So mathem- mathematicians, community.
1: Unifying, too. Is,
2: yeah, it's a community. It yeah. doesn't matter what's your nationality, what's your color, what's your race. It's a community. Right. Right. We are doing this it to a, respect each other. We are equal. Economy. Even though there's huge stars right there. Wow. Not comparable to anybody, for example, like regular people. But uh, they are real good people. I know them not only in the conferences, some of them. And all the stars, all the stars also there. And they, they talk to you like your friend because you are doing the same and you are loving the same. You have the same interests. Even though I am not equal to the star, let's say, like that, be, be, uh, be often. I'm just a professional. I'm proud to be a professional, but not huge star like i see seen there. But these people respect each other because we are doing the same. We respect the subject. We respect ourselves. For To my students, I always say like that, respect yourself, respect your instructor, your teacher, and respect the subject, and you will be successful. Three respects yourself, number one. Don't allow allow anybody say that you cannot do this. Don't allow it. If somebody can, you also can. Period. This is and, your approach.
1: Yeah. I love I that. Respect this, I I doctor, I could talk to you all day long, and unfortunately we're gonna have to wrap it here. <laughs> but what a wonderful way to, to end on the, the way to respect yourself and respect the subject and of course respect. The professor, and you're a rock star as far as I'm concerned. I wish that I had you as my professor, but maybe it's not too late, right?
2: <laughs> thank Anytime you. You are welcome. Anytime.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. thank you for sharing your knowledge. And if and if you want more information, you can visit National University's website at nu.edu. And thank you so much for your time today.
2: Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me here. It's a great opportunity to meet to, you to, to, Talk about something that they love.
1: Thank you. You've been listening to the National University Podcast. For updates on future or past guests, visit us at nu.edu. You can also follow us on social media. Thanks for listening.